Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, if it's not too cloudy, a new comet will be visible in the skies above Ireland over the next week or so. It hasn't been around these parts for 50,000 years. Now, it should be relatively easy to spot as it's green. David Moore from Astronomy Ireland is on the line. Afternoon, David. Good afternoon. Uh, Right. So this one, does this one have a name or do they not do that anymore? Yeah, they tend to name them now after the automated equipment that finds them. So this one's called ZTF, which stands for Zwicky Transient Facility. (laughs) Basically, it's an automated telescope that takes pictures and checks them from the previous pictures it's taken. If anything moves, it'll report it. And this one turned out to be a comet found about a year ago, in fact, very faint. But now it's brightened up. Right. OK. And it's brightened up because it's, it's coming closer to us. Yes, it was closest to the sun, January 12th. That's when they get their strongest heating. It makes them most active. But then it just happened to be coming our way after that on its way out of the solar system. You said there it was around 50,000 years ago. This time it looks like the planets have tweaked its orbit and it'll never come back. So this is your only chance to see it. Ah. And it's closest to Earth next Wednesday, February 1st. The very day, in fact, to the hour when our own evening classes begin. It was custom designed for astronomy Ireland. <laughs> and so wh- where is it going now then? Well, it'll head back out into deep space where we think all these comets come from. We think left over from the solar system. There are probably trillions of these comets. They're only a few miles across, tiny by comparison to planets. And something nudges them. And it can take 50,000 years, sometimes millions of years, for them to fall in to, toward the sun. Most of them don't. But if you do skim around the sun, that violently heats them. Comets are giant, dirty snowballs. So they boil off all this gas, dust and even water vapour, and have a big hazy cloud around them. That's what we're really seeing. The solid lump is actually too tiny to see. Yeah, and now, it's, so, so uh, it, it, it flew past us 50,000 years ago, uh, so has it, has it done a loop of the sun in that intervening period? Yes, that's its orbital period. So the Earth goes around the sun in roughly a circular orbit every year, but this comet will go around a very long, thin, cigar-shaped orbit every 50,000 years. So totally different orbit. Right. OK. Uh, but it, how do you know that it won't repeat that orbit? Not that well, any of us are going to be around to prove you wrong or not. Well, there are, there are professional telescopes who study comets because we think humans might be made mostly of comet juice. And those <laughs> telescopes measure the position very accurately. And so we're able to project forward. Uh, unlike, say, meteorology, where predicting the weather is quite tricky. It's what's called chaotic. Gravity is great. You can predict very accurately thousands of years into the past and the future. In fact, we've dated historical events by what was happening thousands of years ago when there weren't any written records around, but we knew that when there would be eclipses. We did that probably most famously for the birth of Jesus Christ. We're pretty sure he was born September 7 BC. I can tell you to the nearest few hours another time because of eclipses that, for instance, dated Herod's death and lots of other interesting facts like that. Right. How old is ZTF then? Well, it's, it would have originally formed with the solar system four and a half billion years ago. Gosh. And a passing star maybe nudged its orbit and probably thousands of other comets disturbed them. They're very loosely bound to the sun so they can get pulled away from the sun or some of them can be slowed up and then they fall in toward the sun. 
And that's what happens with most of these comets. There are dozens of comets we're monitoring in telescopes every day. Most of them are either far away, small, or, or very faint. And yeah. this is the brightest one we have at the moment. So why is it green? Well, the green color is caused by, in this case, bits of carbon that are mixed in with the comet's atmosphere. I said all these gases boil off out in the atmosphere. The sun's radiation then ionizes them and they fluoresce. So if you did your physics classes, you'll know all about fluorescence. And they, fluorescence tends to make carbon emit in a very specific color. So the sun is shining, not because it's fluorescent, but because it's hot. And so it gives off light in every wavelength. But fluorescent things don't. They just give off one color, green in this particular case. There's other colors it'll be fluorescing in, but the one that we see is in the green part of the spectrum. And it only shows, by the way, green in photographs. We're, we're running an event this evening for it at our headquarters in Blanchardstown with big telescopes, and you won't see the green color. But we'll set one up to take pictures, and it will show the green color because cameras can record light for tens of seconds, even minutes, whereas the human eye, more like a video camera, it takes a short picture uh, every fraction of a second and we don't have enough time for the colour to build up that way. Right, okay. Now you're going to be looking through uh, uh, big telescopes as you said uh, uh, this evening uh, and if actually people want to find out more they can go to astronomy.ie and indeed the well-timed start of their courses on the, uh, the 1st of February. For uh, uh, the rest of us, David, would you be able to get a look at this from your back garden? How, wh- wh- what are the chances of that? Yeah, if you've got a good dark sky, it's only faintly visible to the naked eye, and it should be bright for the next two or three weeks. The moon will be coming in next week, which is not going to help if you're in a rural location. I think it's definitely binoculars if you're in a town or a city. And it'll pass near the North Star over the next few nights. So if you know where the North Star is, between the plough and the North Star, swing your binoculars around there, looking for the brightest fuzzy patch, a comet comes from the word hairy star in Greek. So that's what you're looking for, a hairy star. And it'll then track over, if you know the planet Mars that's on view, it's actually going to pass very close to, to Mars in the middle of February. And there's a there's a, a star map we've just posted out to all the members of Astronomy Island, but anybody can get the magazine. You'll see that on the website. In fact, if you sign up, we've actually set it up today. If you sign up for the magazine over the next couple of weeks, it will instantly email you a PDF of the article about the comet, so you'll know exactly where it is with a full guide to what it's going to be doing. Yeah, and it's so far away, it won't look like it's moving. No, it will move from night to night amongst the stars. So it takes, for instance, about a week to move the length of the plough in the sky. So if you see something moving across the sky, it's probably a man-made satellite. If it zips across the sky in a fraction of a second, it's a shooting star or a meteor. But if it sits there as a small, faint, hazy patch, then it's the comet, Comet ZTF. And if you come along tonight, if you're in the Leinster area, we're on, we're on the outskirts of the M50, dead easy to get to. You can look at it through telescopes that collect thousands of times more light than your eyes. And it looks like the weather's going to be clear. Right. OK, so you'd be, you'd be fairly optimistic about tonight then. I've been watching this comet with the telescopes we've been using since August of last year from Ireland. Wow. So it's brightened up and now it's, it's easy. I can see it in a pair of binoculars just by stepping out and, and looking up, even when your eyes aren't fully used to the dark. That's good. I know exactly where to look. I don't think everyone will be able to do that. But if you use the map and spend a few minutes at it, you should be able to see it. And we'll show people how to do that for themselves because we're only going to be around the telescope one night and the comet's going to be around till the end of February. It should be visible in binoculars, for instance. Right. David, thanks a million uh, for speaking with us today. David Moore there from Astronomy Ireland. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. On News Talk.